0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: With the brand-new slogan, uh, bringing mockery and ridicule back, we are bringing mockery and ridicule back, because that's what uh, I'm going to do to the left, is I'm going to uh, mock and ridicule them And I'm going to focus on joy and patriotism. How about that? Because uh, like the Berlin Wall that was that was knocked down without firing a shot, we can do that here in America. We can bring back uh, patriotism and the love of country and defeat the people who've been in charge of this country for so long. And that includes Republicans and Democrats, the deep state, and the trillions of dollars that they've taken for us and enriched themselves with while they didn't care about the people of East Palestine or Lahaina, Hawaii, on Maui. Or anything else. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here's the number. It's 800 922 Have you become a member of Newsmax Plus yet? Did you watch the Newsmax coverage last night of the New Hampshire primary? It was great. Greg Kelly was there. He was in rare form, man. Greg Kelly, is a, he is a blast. Uh, also, Rob Schmidt, I watch Rob Schmidt every night. And, you know, maybe a couple years ago you said, oh, Newsmax, what the hell is Newsmax? And then you realized, whoa, 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 what, you know, Fox did in 2020 and, and what they've done ever since, firing Tucker Carlson, et cetera. The mindless pap that they have in Morning Drive, <laughs> <laughs> delightful cookie recipes, and uh, you know, but Newsmax is uh, is growing by leaps and bounds. And if you'd like to become a member of Newsmax Plus, I, I would like you to do that because you know we're having to do this uh, subscription thing because conservative uh, content providers are always under attack, always getting, you know, advertisers are getting pummeled. This is why you never hear Ford Motor Company on, like, Fox, because, you know, it's not that people don't drive Ford pickups that are conservative, it's just that Ford is terrified to advertise with their biggest audience because the left has made them fearful. It's ridiculous. And, And I have a feeling we're on the cusp of, I mean, we are on the cusp of taking down conservative apartheid in this country. Because Hollywood is owned by the left. There are no late-night shows other than Gutfeld hosted by a conservative. Conservative uh, celebrities are a pariah. How many conservative celebrities out of Hollywood can you think? John Voight. Anybody else? A couple of others on the, on the side. But honestly, what conservative... Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Other than that, you know, same way with media. Same way with big social media. We're on the verge of collapsing this whole damn thing. And that includes liberal liberal academia. Anyway, go to newsmax plus newsmaxplus.com. Newsmax, uh, Joe Biden had his big speech <laughs> yesterday. And uh, you know, it was a uh, bring back row, which you know, you can't just bring back row. All right, Roe was a case that was handled and poorly decided by a Supreme Court 50 years ago. It was rejected because it was challenged, and they found out that it was based on nothing. All right? So bringing Roe back ain't going to happen unless the Democrats take over both houses of Congress and have an overwhelming majority and are able to do that. Otherwise, what happened with Roe is exactly how it should have happened. There are states like Ohio that you can go have your abortion. But there are some states that say, no, you're not going to do it here. You know, I know that's a little bit more of an expense for you, congressmen who accidentally impregnate interns and stuff. You're going to have to pay for a plane ticket and all of that. And it's, a, you know, what it is. it's it's inconvenient. I know, but honestly, you live in D.C. Uh, half the time, so it's not that far a trip. It's not. But anyway, uh, you know, because the left uh, has been whipped into a fervor by the deep state Democrats, uh, the, the Democrats gave the left uh, uh, permission to destroy the country in the summer of 2020 without doing a damned freaking thing about it. They burned Minneapolis. I'd never live in Minneapolis again. It's gone as far as I'm concerned. I used to live in uptown. I used to love it. It was bat guano crazy back in the 90s now it's unlivable and all half the buildings are burned out and they and they wrecked and burned the country and they destroyed Seattle and they destroyed Portland and San Francisco is a crap hole now and all of that and they just let it happen and now it's coming back to bite them in the uh, rear end because the left is eating its own This is Joe Biden being interrupted last night during his speech <laughs> Which is probably a good idea, because you couldn't understand what he was saying. But here is uh, Joe Biden being inter- interrupted
2: 14 times last night. Joe and I had a chance to sit down. It helps so many women. And <laughs> <laughs> her right to make deeply first. <laughs> We're going to have this going kind to of go on for a while. With their with their jobs decision, would be at risk and the consequences of this decision who doesn't have a clue about the power of women in america donald trump it's outrageous and frankly yes donald trump and MAGA republicans including the woman hollering from getting a safe and effective medication Precedent from Griswold on—that's what he said. Yeah. Look,
1: know yeah, the speech was about jump. Uh, The—he uh, always said he. Oh, I got to play that again. That's funny. He said, "Please don't jump." That stupid line again. Listen to this. Here we go.
2: Precedent from Griswold on—that's what he said. Look. Please don't jump.
1: There you go. It's funny because uh, the speech was about abortion, and it looks like that speech was actually aborted by the <laughs> by the left in the audience. It's so fantastic. And then Joe Biden said, "This is fantastic." He, he said that uh, that the the governor right now, Glenn Youngkin in uh, in Virginia, is doing a kick butt job in in Virginia. He is not not everything that I'd like to see happen in Virginia, but he really turned uh, Virginia back from the brink. And Terry McAuliffe, I mean, that's what my friend Chris Plant calls him. Terry McAuliffe got beaten because you know he's cool with you know, sexually explicit crap in schools and CRT and, you know, transgender nonsense with children and all that. And, and he got beaten because uh, enough people with common sense in Virginia voted uh, voted uh, Glenn Youngkin into office. But here is uh, Joe Biden hinting, I guess, at some sort of election impropriety or election theft. And for that, he should be arrested.
2: Hello, Virginia. Yeah. And the real governor, Terry McCullough
1: Yeah, he didn't get a lot of applause on that <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. And uh, you know what? It's all coming down, baby. It's all coming down. And they're doing everything they can. I told you the left, they die like movie vampires. They really do. They they die like movie vampires. And they scratch and claw and try to drag you into hell. But we're not going into hell. We're gonna overwhelm them with joy and patriotism. Charles Payne decided he had enough. On uh, he was on Fox and uh, Charles is uh, he generally uh, talks about business and all of that stuff and um, uh, Jessica Tardlove Tard is it Tard Tardlove Tard tar-lo- it's Tarlove I'm getting the, in my ear tar- not Tardlove or or Tardlove it's tar- Tarlove okay Jessica Tarlove who is uh, I mean honestly she's the I don't know why they have her on honestly and Juan Williams it's some sort of survey said they needed their Commentary, whatever. Anyway, Charles just got kind of tired of the negativity, tired of all the Trump haters, tired of the old Joe Biden saying that Trump uh, voters are Nazis, which is absurd. It's it's uh, it's uh, Stalinistic, Hitlerian tactics to demonize half the population, make him the, the enemy, uh, and all of that stuff. But here is uh, here's Charles Payne. I'm going to give him a major kudos for this because it's pretty damn good.
3: Biden's anger and vitriol and hatred for MAGA. It's far more worse than President Trump's individual battles with someone who crosses him. That is something that is really detrimental to this country, that the president of the United States despises half of the United States. President Biden, I, I said earlier today, I just wrote about a week ago, I had a segment coming up, so I, I Googled Biden hates MAGA nothing but article, articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for Stop who's writing country. those articles. It doesn't matter. Who's
1: writing those articles? Well, everybody, moron, listen. And look it's not. It. Because, because... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you a moron. That actually makes you sound good.
3: The bottom line is he says it. He has vitriol for them, and so does MSNBC, and so does CNN, and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow Americans, and it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. They're, all the things that they do to their fellow Americans who simply want a safe home, a safe community, for their children to have prosperity, they want the same thing. But they demean them all the time. That's why I think Phillips was so intriguing, because he went to a rally to find out for himself. And guess what? Golly, these are some pretty cool people. That's, They're just like us. Exactly.
1: Yeah, Dean Phillips, he went to a, a Trump rally. And, uh, and he found out that people at the Trump rally are not a bunch of, uh, you know, KKK members. It was, kind of, uh, it was kind of strange. He said they were actually cordial and nice, and they welcomed him in and all that. And that's the way uh, Trump supporters, that's the way patriotic Americans are. And that's the way people in Iowa are. Although Joy Reid tried to distill all of the people in Iowa into uh, a bunch of uh, Christian people who don't like white, uh, brown people, I should say. <clears throat> and, and, you know, and everybody's on to it. We're done. We're done with the nonsense, the bull crap, and the division, and all of that stuff. Carrie Lake, actually, uh, she uh, talked on the phone with uh, uh, Arizona GOP head uh, Jeff DeWitt a while back and, and recorded the phone call. Carrie Lake uh, uh, was, was uh, uh, revealed that a—well, uh, I'll just play some of the audio. So uh, this is, uh, this is uh, Jeff DeWitt talking to Carrie Lake. And, and what he's trying to do is get her to not run for Senate. It's because he is, uh, he is not on the Trump train at all. He wants Donald Trump not to win. This is what we're up against. If you think, and by the way, Arizona GOP, Georgia GOP, I mean, please, the Georgia GOP, the head of the Georgia GOP, please, they are not conservative, true Republicans. They are swamp-dwelling scumbags. Here is uh, the first, uh, where Dewitt says that powerful people in Washington D.C. wanted to drop.
4: So what's going on? What is? Uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Oh, this is this is this is back east.
5: They there are very powerful people who want to keep you out. I oh, the they do, but they're willing to put their money where their mouth is.
1: There are very valid people who want to keep you out and they're willing to put their money where their mouth is.
6: In
5: a big way. So, this conversation never
4: happened. Th- this is crazy though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. Yep. People love me. Yep. These people are corrupt.
5: Well, maybe you're right.
4: They are, right. They are corrupt.
5: Maybe right. This is a wrap, don't go. Did you ever though? I'll get myself in trouble. Oh. This. If you if you if you say no, which is fine, it's your choice. Don't tell people
4: they're gonna have try to have me murdered. <laughs>
5: <laughs> not, not either. This world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I man. Right? said the cartel.
1: She was joking. They're gonna try to get me murdered. He's like, well, if the trial stuff is true
5: about the cartel thing, you know, yeah. cartels operating in fifty states right now, like all fifty. You mm-hmm. know? So
1: cartels are operating in fifty states right now.
4: So what what what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me just tell
5: you what. Let's just say there are people calling around, saying, "Gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't." Because
7: I got offered to buy up. Don't
0: talk. Yeah.
5: Because then we lose our ability to get things done, other, other in the future.
1: Yeah. It's not the who, it's the what. This is like, I mean, this is Tom Clancy kind of stuff here. This is this is Hollywood, and you know, you know it was funny because I watched the movie Enemy of the State. Again, last weekend with Jane Hackman and Will Smith. And I remember watching that. I was like, God dang, man. I mean, they, what kind of evil people are Jack Black and, you know, some of these other characters? And I realized that's freaking real. <laughs> it is real. It is real. Here's a little more from uh, from uh, uh, GOP chair Rhino. Oh, sorry, not a Rhino. Jeff DeWitt trying to get uh, Carrie Lake, buy her out of running for Senate.
4: Here's my problem. Rather than just say, "Let's work with her. She's a great candidate," because they don't own me, and it pisses me off.
5: Yeah, I said, "I don't know. It's about ownership.
4: It's about control."
5: I don't know. It's about control. It's about being on the team.
4: About being on the team. They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. On their team. Yeah. You know? But if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do?
5: You want you to stay out for two years.
1: <laughs> they want you to sit out for two years.
5: What? <laughs> I'll tell you what I can offer you. But, um, I said you can do whatever you want. It's a talking head isn't it? So the, the ask of me was—it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was—is. This is, this is, this is, Is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her, to keep her out? Is there
1: anybody, any company that could put him on the payroll? Like Burisma or something?
5: (laughs) Well, what do you want to do? Whatever you
4: need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. I love
5: mean, you know, I love, I mean, I love
4: It's not good for our country, Jeff.
5: Yeah. It's not. But at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can win. There
1: you go. I got more of this coming on the other side of the break. Yeah, cat's out of the bag, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the Rob Carson Show. This is not an SUV, and it never will be. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is uh, Joe Biden last night talking about his, well, he was at a rally for somebody where he said, oh, and by the way, they have a new slogan. They have a new slogan for the campaign. It is, are you ready for it? Can you feel the Joe Mentum?
2: Hello, Virginia, and the real governor Terry McCullough.
1: That sounds like election denial, and I think that all of those people in that crowd need to be uh, summarily uh, have all of their cell phone data tra- tracked. They need to be uh, they need to be arrested, and they need to be thrown in jail in Washington D.C. for at least a thousand days without a trial. Many of those days spent in um, solitary confinement. That's what I think. Yeah. So, uh, Carrie Lake, a, a top GOP official, Jeff DeWitt, called her, tried to get her to pull out of the uh, the, uh, the senatorial race because some people out east want to uh, pay her off, put her on some sort of a, a salary at some corporation, probably Burisma or something like that, and she said no, and she shared the tape. And I've got more of it, but first, uh, Jim Gossett had a little fun with it because, you know, we're here to mock and ridicule. We're taking it back from the left.
0: Carrie Lake will not be bribed. Jeff DeWitt is done He tried to pay Carrie off So she wouldn't run What a sleazebag Carrie Lake will be elected For that we hope and pray Come on And hear the GOP And all you rhinos This is what I have to say Sing it, Jim! Arizona Your state is a mess (laughs) Arizona Voter fraud, you must address da, da, da. Maricopa. Paint <laughs> your head in shame.
8: Do do do.
0: Maricopa You're the ones I blame. Arizona, tell us what's the deal. What's the deal? Arizona. You did nothing to stop the steal. Do do Arizona. Carrie Lake, do 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 Arizona, results, they were so fake.
1: That is Jim Gossett. If you want to help him out on Patreon, go to patreon.com, Jim Gossett Comedy, if you'd like to help him out. Here is uh, Carrie Lake turning down the bribe to stay out of the race and uh, attempt to uh, take down Donald Trump from uh, Arizona GOP chair Jeff DeWitt. Take it away, uh, Carrie. And
4: I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I am sure, not. I forgot, if they're going to steal gone. the election to make me and our our movement go away, I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona. Or to carry their torch and a voice. Or you don't go away. Or you don't go away. But you pause. But you pause. This is the battle's right now, Jeff. You pause. You pause. You no, the battle is right now. The battle is right now, and um, we don't have time to, to pause on this battlefield.
1: Yeah, here's uh, Jeff DeWitt, he's kind of sleazy. You know, i making an offer here, you know, what kind of figure you need there, Care?
5: Is there a number at which... I
4: can be bought. Can not be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. Take no. a pause. You right back to you <laughs> Yeah. No. 10 million, 20 million, 30, no, 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 a billion, no. Wow. This is not about money. This is about our country. I think it's disturbing that they would even, that anybody would think this is...
5: To be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone. I can't think of a single person in a federal race who... It is
1: time to uh, bulldoze the swamp, pave that mother scratcher over and rebuild it absolutely if you build it we will come there you are coming up tony schaefer retired dod operative to talk about uh, voter fraud and whatnot that's coming up this is the rob carson show we are waiting for a call from our special guest tony schaefer Uh, Retired DOD operative, a lieutenant colonel, U.S. Army, retired Newsmax contributor. Got some uh, pretty interesting stuff yesterday. Newsmax reporting on uh, testimony in uh, Georgia from uh, Dominion Voting, uh, showing that their uh, voting machines can be really easily hacked in using a Bic pen. (laughs) You know, that's crazy. Aren't those like 19 cents or something way back when? I don't think they've gone up in uh, in value at all. Hey, I want to mention something. Uh, Today outside for the first time in... Mm, about a month i can see the deck all right we have snow and ice and all this and i can see my grill finally and and you know i would have but it was fro i mean it's frozen it's 0 degrees i know i know i know i didn't grill i'm i'm a loser but i'm ready to grill and i've got some omaha steaks in the freezer and i'm ready to rock and roll and i'm going to tell you there's nobody who makes steaks better than omaha steaks there's nobody who has better burgers when is the last time you had a burger you could taste the beef you know you know what a steak tastes like you go Oh, my God, it's a steak. Steak is a gift from God. You can feel it in your teeth, and there's a flavor to it. But when was the last time you had a burger like that? Normally, you can, you, you, you taste the toppings. Omaha Steak Burger. home oh man, I made some last weekend, and they are just amazing. I mean, honestly, and if you don't believe me, look at my social media. Twitter, it's right there, man. I got them right there. So you can order all of these things, steaks and sides and, and all sorts of things from Omaha Steaks. And right now, because you listen to this show... When you do order, you're going to get four free, air-chilled, boneless chicken breasts. I had those uh, like two weeks ago, juicy and delicious and perfect. Or four free, rich, juicy, boneless pork chops. I butterflied and grilled, and I put them on a sandwich, a pork chop. Unbelievable. So what you need to do if you want to get an order and you want to take advantage of those chicken breasts and pork chop, just go to omahasteaks.com slash OmahaSteaks.com is a big deal to me because I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. That's where I am from. And it meant so much for me to get Omaha Steaks on the air because I know what Omaha is about. I know the story of the stockyards. I know the story of Omaha Steaks. So if you want to order and get those free, those four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four rich, juicy, boneless, boneless pork chops, with your qualifying order, just go to OmahaSteaks.com slash Carson. OmahaSteaks.com slash Carson. Okay. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the, uh, oh, and wasn't that just so good, the Cary Lake? Wasn't that just amazing how filthy, rotten, miserable, awful those people are? And, and listen to this again. I want you to listen to this again. Then I want you to i want you to pay attention to one of the number one songs in America last year. And now you understand. Listen.
5: Is there a number at which?
4: I can be bought. <laughs> I can be bought. That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a
5: couple of years. No. And then go right
1: back to what you're doing. <laughs> you take a pause for a couple of years? Don't run this year. Because, you know, we need a little pause. We'll pay you anything. We'll pay you anything. She goes, five million, ten million, a billion? No. <sighs> well, we will not take care of you. No. Ten million, twenty million, thirty
4: million. No. 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 A billion? No. Wow.
1: Now, do you kind of wonder why this song became the number one song in America last year?
4: I've been
0: selling my soul, working all day. Wow. Overtime <laughs> hours for full so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's got. I could just wake up and it not be true but, but it is. is oh it is living in the new
1: world I have a funny feeling there are a lot of people who've been bought off. I think one of them is Mitch McConnell <laughs> I and mean, obviously we got some evil people in in, uh, in Washington DC and you know it and I know it they don't care a damn about you not one little bit. President Joe Biden's immigration policy is a top issue in the U.S., according to a uh, January 17th and 18th poll for Harvard. Immigration now seen as a top issue facing the nation up seven points ahead of inflation. 57% 57% of voters said, I miss Donald Trump's policies on the economy, immigration, and crime. The news comes as Biden and Democrats pressure Republican senators to endorse a plan that would help Biden and his media allies to declare the immigration issue fixed. This according to Breitbart. Biden is also asking Republicans for $14 billion for the border that will be spent on busing, housing, and hiding. 2024 migrants, as many as 6.2 illegals already admitted since 2021. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? This is Tom Holman. He has uh, been involved with the border. Uh, he has been in charge of the border. He's worked for a number of administrations, and he was invited on stage last night in New Hampshire. We
6: have a man with us tonight, Tom Holman, who is central casting. He's central casting. And I'd like you to say a few words about the border and who's going to solve that problem and how quick are we going to do it, Tom? Come on, go Tom. At,
0: please. Come on, Tom.
1: Tommy Boy! I wouldn't call it that to his face, he'd punch me in the head.
9: Look, I worked for six presidents down around Reagan, and every president I ever worked for did something to secure the border. But no one did more than President Trump, the most secure border in my lifetime. The most secure border we've ever seen. And Donald Trump's going to do it again, we're going to lock the border down. Yeah, baby. And we're going to protect Americans. Yep. What's happening at the border right now, a record number of Americans have died from fentanyl poisoning. A yeah. record number of migrants have died. Mm-hmm. A record number of women and children been sex traffic. A record number of known suspected terrorists across the border. There's one man who's proven he can secure the border, and he's standing to my left, Donald J. Trump. He's going to do it again.
1: That's right. That's right. Here's uh, Tom Homan just about a week ago in Congress. Listen, Listen to this. This is what happened on the southern border. This is what Democrats are for.
9: Absolutely, we don't know these children are if they're safe. We know that some have been in forced labor. We know some have been forced sex slavery. So we know what's happening to some of them. So absolutely, it's cruel.
3: Is it I, cruel? Is it cruel to place some of those children with with people who turn out to be pedophiles, or, or literally place dozens of people with the same
9: individual, which is the Orr under Biden has done. We know there's single males that have uh, been given several uh, female youth. Uh
0: huh.
1: Ladies, uh, is Roe v. Wade that important to you? Or this? I'm just saying. Now, this is kind of fun. This is uh, Peter Doocy going after John Kirby yesterday. John Kirby, who's a... Uh, I don't even know what to say about John Kirby. He's a morally and intellectually bankrupt man. But Peter Doocy decided to say, Hey, man, I, I noticed that the Supreme Court overturned Texas and, and told him that they got to cut that razor ribbon and let those illegals come across. And by the way, Greg Abbott is saying, bleep you. So is Ken Paxton. I've been talking to Ken Paxton. We're going to have him on the show. And I stand behind Texas, man. I want to draw that line in the sand. I don't want to see that line in the sand drawn. Because this is bull crap, and we're not going to stand for it anymore. Joe Biden ignores the Supreme Court all the time. Maybe it's time that it's actually done for a reason. Here is uh, Peter Ducey yesterday asking John Kirby, and John Kirby was flummoxed as
8: hell. Why are you guys making it easier for people to enter the country illegally? Well, I don't believe we are.
7: Why do you think we are?
8: Well, you guys sued. Oh dear to God, God in heaven! Wire but did, was... do you not
1: think? Do you think we're that stupid, John Kirby? Why do you think we are? Why do you think we are?
8: Oh, my Lord. ...put in place by Texas officials. So and that
7: the Border Patrol could actually do their jobs. But you
1: mean the ones that were accused of being uh, racist and whipping Haitian migrants with, with, with leather straps that were actually just the bridle and reins on their horses? You mean that? Those people that you demeaned? Those people who feel demoralized because they can't do their jobs because you tell them not to?
8: Keep going. Well, you won in court. So now what? The Border Patrol Union president is saying the Supreme Court's decision is going to undoubtedly encourage more illegal immigration. Yeah. Do you guys know better than the Border Patrol Union? The
7: Border Patrol needed access, and that's why we sued to get rid of that uh, razor wire You're going so down, bro. Do their jobs. And you know what else will help them do their jobs, Peter? More Border Patrol agents. There's an idea. And if you go back to the supplemental request that we put in, there's money in there for some 1,300 money. additional Border Patrol agents. We want to help them do their jobs. We want to give... You know what the money's for? This swamp-dwelling...
1: Hmm. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying to think about something a little more uh, esoteric. Um, for John Kirby. Hold on one second. Turd burglar. I think turd burglar. Yeah, turd burglar is good. They want more money to bus the migrants to other communities, to pay for the faster processing of illegals. We know this. John Turdberg, Kirby, I'm sorry. Kirby, here's a little bit more.
7: Does razor wire work? Does razor wire work for what? Does it work for the Border Patrol to allow them to have the access they need to be able to to better process people that are... Ah! He just said it. Uh, trying to get across the border? I don't think so, and that's why we asked for it to be removed.
8: But what is the president's plan? This is happening just weeks after 300,000 people came into this country over the southern border illegally. The razor wire officials down there think was keeping some of them out. And you guys just sued and won. To remove
7: it on, on behalf of the Border Patrol, who needed who needed to have better access oh, you're to a... it. Look, let me go back to your other question.
1: How much was your soul bro? Who's who's the company payroll are you on? I mean, they tried to maybe the company that they want to carry Lake to sign up for and get a little off the book, little compensation. Is there something going on there,
7: Johnny? And I I know I'm running short on time, so I won't I won't filibuster here. But
1: yeah, yeah, you're gonna run out of time because you are you've been pointed out.
7: What's the plan? Please look at the stuff we've put forward, the immigration reform uh, legislation that the president put forward on day one, the work we're doing in the region. Just last week, we had uh, Mexican officials here to talk about how together we have and will continue to try to stem the flow. No,
1: you're a lying Sacagawea, as my friend Chris Plant would say. All you did was say to Mexican officials, we're going to give you money, we're going to continue this and we're going to continue the amnesty and we're going to make it bigger. That's what was said. Remember what, remember what Mr. DeWitt, GOP, he said that the cartels were operating in the 50 states. You've got to kind of wonder if maybe all those billions of dollars cartels are making is making into the back pockets of the people in Washington, D.C., right? Here's a little bit more from Mr. Kirby.
7: No question there's a lot of people trying to make that journey, but it's not just to the United States, it's to other countries in the world, in the, Shut up. In the region. We're seeing historic movement. Not, not since World War II have we seen this. Because of policy. You decided to
1: say it was climate change. But they're coming here for negative thirty temperatures. So so much for your climate change. What else? What do you put a you put the a, a czar, Kamala Dimwit in charge of the southern border she was going to find the root root causes she hasn't done d word for richard for three years
7: this many people on the move in this hemisphere and the mexicans are really stepping up and trying to do oh, the more, the more they're
1: in the pants of the cartels
7: on their southern border to keep that flow going north lower and we have seen uh, in recent weeks some success at that no yeah the a, the, the idea that we don't have a plan or a strategy or not taking this seriously is just not born out. you know
1: what they said at the meeting with the mexican officials and all that last week they said slow down the flow until the election that's what they said slow down the flow till the election make it look like we're doing something and then we'll let you have everything if and when joe biden or michelle obama makes it into office this is kind of funny because in Naperville, Illinois, which is, I believe, isn't that where the the house where uh, Home Alone was in that in that neighborhood, <laughs> and and uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. I think I was in Naperville. What in Naperville? It's one of those Chicago suburbs. We're very wealthy, and and uh, Naperville City Councilman Josh McBroom. Somebody needs to sweep him out of office. Crickets. Okay, all right. Here he is asking people and uh, saying, and saying, you know, uh, I know that uh, Venezuela's emptying out its prisons and. Uh, Insane asylums and people are coming from, you know, places that hate us and all that. But uh, you might consider being generous and
6: letting them stay in your house. I do know that there's a lot of people that do care. And I I think we live in a compassionate community. Um, <laughs> so, you know, before we go down the road of, mm-hmm. you know, doing what, you know, following suit on some of these other cities are taking action on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my, my idea would be let's let's find out. Let's find out who's willing to help. You, know, so
1: you mean like they did at Martha's Vineyard and they um, just kept them there for a year for a little pizza party and then sent them off to a military base because
6: they're beneath us? You know, we do hear from I don't think they like brown people. ...from constituents on both sides of this. What are we going to do to preemptively stop this? And then we hear from people that tell us we should do more. Yeah. So, so what are you going to do? You know, we do have a, a, yeah. a very affluent community. Yeah. A lot of big homes. Yeah. And um, what I'd like to do is direct staff to yes. create a sign-up sheet.
1: Yeah, it's on a
6: sheet So, you know, for individuals that would be <laughs> willing to house migrant families. Sure. Um, sure. And if there's people that would do that, God bless them.
1: Because we will just raise up your taxes again.
6: Um, so if we could wa- raise awareness in that way, um, I think we need to find out. No, I tell you what, I, I'd rather raise my middle finger
1: than awareness any day. In fact, I'm doing a double shot right now. You just can't see it. <laughs> So, coming up, there's there's a victory. A school board and Native Americans have decided to go back to the Native American mascot because they realize when you erase Native American history, uh, it's not a good thing. And that's what it's all about. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I'm thinking today's show is one for the ages, actually. If you'd like to hear the podcast, which is the show, by the way, Ken, my producer, a.k.a. Redneck MacGyver, uh, he takes the show every day, edits all the commercials and everything out of it, makes it too delightful. It's like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, or as they call them in Kentucky, Reese's Cups. You know, you got one little one over here, and then one over one over here, and you can eat it however you want. You can eat it while you're working out. You can eat it while you're walking your dog. Whatever, your work, whatever. Uh, just go to uh, Newsmax.com listen listen and, uh, and download the show right there. But this one today is kaboom. I mean, kaboom. Uh, funny, the first hour of the monologue about uh, New Hampshire, kaboom. Uh, uh, John Kirby, just now that I just did, kaboom. It's a, it's a really good show, and, and I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the show. I'm proud of uh, where I am now in my life. I'm proud that these times have brought us together. Because a couple of years, you didn't know who I was. I didn't know who you were. But, but we're coming together at the right time. To save the country, we really are. It's a fortuitous time. It's a fortuitous time. So I said that uh, the source of all the liberalism and the nonsense of the castle culture and all that is uh, liberals named Karen. I mean, not Karen, it's just liberal women, largely. Uh, the, and, and, it's, and it's happening. I remember when I was in Minneapolis, so you used to say the same thing. I called them the Dawn Patrol. They'd always be willing to f- step forward and be offending for somebody else. They're the ones who, who when George Floyd was, uh, died of a dr- drug overdose, they're the ones who said, well, we'll get rid of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben then. We will defund the police. That's what liberal Karens do. Well, a Pennsylvania community reclaimed its local indigenous history, and a school's popular tribesman mascot last week. Just two months after five new school committee members won elections and ran on pro Native American platforms, the Southern York County School District uh, School Board voted seven to two on Thursday to allow Susquehannock High School, which is a Native American name to bring back its traditional warrior logo. The vote was the Lexington and Concord movement uh, moment in the effort to defeat cancel culture. Native American activist and historian Andre Bilodeau told uh, Fox Digital after lobbying on behalf of the traditional image that pays homage to the indigenous Sesplahonic people. All seven votes in favor of the logo came from the members who were elected since the previous school board removed the logo in 2021. I used to say this about... You know, uh, uh, Florida State and the the Seminoles, and at the beginning of their football games, you'd see this brave warrior right out on horseback, and he'd hurl this ceremonial spear through the air, and it would go right into the into the ground at the other end of the field. I thought, there is no better way to intimidate people than that. And it's never been about caric- cartoonish uh, characterizations of Native Americans. And, you know, like the old Braves logo, I understand, whatever, who the hell cares? But this has always been. You never choose a mascot that sucks, unless you're a Saluki. Uh, but anyway, but you never choose a mascot that sucks. You choose a mascot that represents you, that features bravery and commitment and and battle and all of these things. So that's what Native American mascots exist for. The Braves, the Braves, hell yeah, the Braves. And, and and the left and Karen, liberal Karen, has said, oh, you know what? We're just going to step in and we're going to make the decision for you, you red people. You red people. Because seriously, we know it's offensive. Meanwhile, the red people are going, you know, we're getting wiped out anyway. We're getting uh, marginalized anyway. Why the hell are you doing this too? No, I've got it. I'll make the decision for you. And then I'll also get rid of police in black neighborhoods. There you go. Yeah. I would call that a Lexington Concord movement. And let's keep it going. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show.
0: World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, this is Chris Matthews. This portion of the Rob Carson Show is brought to you by the U.S. Postal Service. They placed a sign outside of Nikki Haley headquarters. It said, open by mistake. Ah. Ha! And now here's your host, Rob Carson.
1: Well, thank you very much, uh, Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews was once again wrong. He was convinced that Nikki Haley would win yesterday in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, this is the first time that a candidate has, uh, has swept like this in 50 years and, uh, and of course, Donald Trump won, uh, let's see, 99 out of 99 counties in Iowa. But that's because uh, everybody in Iowa is a racist and don't like brown people. And then uh, Donald Trump beat uh, Nikki Haley in New Hampshire by about 10 points and I guess the people in New hampshire to hate brown people too i know that's the only <laughs> did joy reed say that today is you know if you're going to be uh, if you're going to be consistent if you're going to be consistent you might want to kind of uh, you know think about that i want to think about that oh listen to this <clears throat> this is a pretty big deal in canada i don't know if you remember this but uh the u.s government after january the 6th brought in the national guard nancy pelosi the mayor of washington dc did not bring a National Guard like Donald Trump, one of them to, for January the 6th. They waited until after, put up a barricade, brought in the National Guard for a year. So nobody could go in and protest anything, including, you know, maybe they disagreed with the 2020 election that the federal government was involved in throwing the FBI, the, uh, the DHS, uh, Hunter Biden laptop, uh, IRS involved in uh, coming up, Hunter Biden, and Joe Biden, getting millions of dollars from our political enemies and all that. <clears throat> and, and so they brought in the, uh, the National Guard. They, they made them sleep in garages. They kicked them out of hotels. That's how badly they hate our military. Do you remember that? Maybe you don't remember, because I do, because I remember everything about that. And and I remember the, the Canada and France, they have led the way. Man, they were leading the way on protests. Millions of people. They still are, by the way. Do you even notice that? In places around the world. Not America. We don't have a million people in Washington, D.C. They had that on January the 6th. They were there peacefully to protest what they thought was an unfair election. And nobody sees the crowd shots. It's weird. But it's happening all over the world. It's not happening in the U.S. Because... Our federal government won't allow it in Washington, D.C., because we tried to do the same thing that Canada did. We tried to have truckers come to Washington, D.C., and go into Washington, D.C., and send a powerful message to those in power in Washington, D.C., that we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you know what the D.C. police did? They closed all the exits. They closed all the exits so they couldn't get in. We have the First Amendment. I don't know if you do that. We still have the First Amendment. It's a pretty amazing thing. Well, they did the same thing in Canada, and and the, the protesters who went there, the truckers, the federal government just destroyed a lot of them. They, uh, they uh, towed their trucks away. They tracked their bank accounts. They shut down their money. They did everything that a Stalinist regime would, and a federal court has ruled that the Emergencies Act that they used was unconstitutional. All right? So uh, Judge Richard Mosley wrote, I have concluded that the decision to issue the proclamation order does not bear the hallmarks of reasonableness, justification, transparency, and intelligibility, and was not justified in relation to the relevant factual and legal constraints that were required to be taken into consideration. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government uh, arrested leaders of the Freedom Convoy, searched and seized property uh, and persons involved in the anti-mandate demonstration, among other things track their bank accounts, kind of like what the federal government's doing now. Yeah, our FBI tracking uh, purchases of Bibles and purchases at uh, Bass Pro Shop and Cabela's because that's where people buy to go to buy guns. Yeah. Applicants have established that the legal constraints of the discretion of the GIC to declare a public order emergency were not justified and not satisfied. Kind of like when they shut down all the churches and all the restaurants and we couldn't go to a concert or a movie for a year. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember when your kids couldn't go to school? Because I do. I remember my daughter not losing out half of her freshman year in high school. Gone. Nothing. No online learning. Then online learning came for six months, the first semester, and it was only, it was, it was a joke. And then, then they did a hybrid model. You go to school two days. And then for a year, they had to wear stupid masks. And proms were missed. And graduations were missed and funerals were missed and parents dying in nursing homes were missed and state championships and national champions were missed and all of it was taken away for bullcrap. crap. Yeah. Kristen Van Glynn, litigation director at the Canadian Constitution Federation, one of the several organizations which challenged the Trudeau's government's use of the never-before-used law against peaceful demonstrations in the nation's capital. Kind of like that one they used against the Jan Six pr- protesters that, that nobody had ever used before, but it, it's they're in jail because of it. A thousand days, some of them without a trial. Canadian Civil Liberties Foundation, the CCF, the Canadian frontline nurses and four private applicants, lawyers for the Alberta government, also intervened in the case against the federal government. Justin Trudeau is going out in a big, fat, ugly way. He is. Yeah, Pierre Poilievre is going to just... Stomp him into the mud. This is Christian Friedland. She is Christia Friedland. She was the director in Canada of the uh, anti-protest movement of the government. Here she is talking about it.
8: Didn't it didn't just take, take issue pop. with the fact <clears throat> that you acted. It took issue with how you acted and how you wrote the regulations you did. Including in that PCO uh, memo, there's a warning that the decisions you're taking mm-hmm. and how you're writing them were open to constitutional challenge. Looking back, was there a, a necessary step you had to take to minimize the constitutional impact of these regulations? And did you, did you do a good job of respecting Canadian civil liberties in writing those regulations? Last question. Uh,
7: look, I, I truly do not want to minimize the fact that we took these decisions with a heavy heart. This was not a. We
1: don't care. And if you uh, present that argument in front of the tribunal, it's not going to work out very well for you. Yeah. Medical professionals beat punishments for COVID vaccine wrong-thinking Canada. Freedom Convoy organizers still face $290 million class action suit led by the bureaucrat. Professional conduct tribunals in two Canadian provinces threw in the towel in vaccine-related disciplinary proceedings this month. Part of the broader but inconsistent withdrawal of Canada's wide-ranging COVID crackdown involving arrests of clergy, dismissal of service members, and freezing of bank accounts with fundraisers. Huh, sounds exactly what they did here. A third province this month dropped its case against a traveler who refused to use Canada's COVID vaccination tracker. The Ontario Supreme Court, uh, Superior Court, heard arguments last month in the bureaucrat-led 290 million dollar class action lawsuit against participants in the anti-mandate freedom convoy on behalf of Ottawa citizens and workers for nuisance, which defendants characterizes as a strategic lawsuit against public participation. They were going to sue the people who could least afford it. They were going to use the cudgel of government to sue these people for 300 billion million dollars. After three days of hearings last fall, the Discipline Committee of the College of Registered Nurses of Saskatchewan ruled... Whatever. I'm not going to read all that. I just love being right about stuff. Everything that I told you, everything that I told you is... uh, was the truth. Everything that I said about everything was the truth. You know why? Because I knew it. You know why? Um, Because I'm not stupid.
0: Arizona... And Corona. We wrote this a couple years ago. All the lies about them they've been telling you. How did they win it? I don't think Bongino had this. The freaking Senate. When the votes that they received were very few. Respect I love me some Bongino. Don't catch the stupid. Don't buy their BS. That climate change is real. Inflation's not don't catch the stupid, don't believe them, because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global collusion, huh? led to confusion. That's true. January 6th is a smoke smokescreen. The racist. new green deal is a disguise deal. Oh. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. So there was that. Don't catch the stupid, you just can't do it. That in women's sports men should compete. They're teaching sex ed and kindergarten their destructive policies we must defeat like what like wear a mask don't wear a mask statues have fallen oh, yeah. it's so appalling that's right to ignore hunter's laptop and his staff that's misinformation don't catch the stupid rejected nonsense everything, everything is stupid on, stupid on the land.
1: let's go to brian in baltimore hello brian welcome to the rob carson show what's on your mind today
10: Afternoon, Mr. Rob. i really happy to you on the air. Happy New yeah, Year, man. And you too. Everything you've been saying sounds like one phrase to me. Coup. Is everybody listening? Is everybody awake? This was a total coup, and it is still existing as of today. It's coming mm-hmm. from the deep state, Rob. Yep. You can't put it any other way, but stupid. <laughs> People are not going to do anything else other than to take us by the hand like a dog on a leash just like everybody else wants to play these games we have to do something about it and yep. i've called you before and i'm sitting back and here's one for me because i'm in baltimore i want to sue our state and i want to sue our government the federal side of it they made us get hql license and then all of a sudden out of nowhere you don't need it anymore why is that not wrong why is that not being looked at as something to be investigated upon and what lawyer out there will take it on
1: well, uh, I would encourage a class action suit. I would encourage a class action suit. If you were injured in any way, shape, or form by the actions of the state or federal government, you should file a class action suit. Because I'm going to tell you right now, when Donald when Donald Trump is the president, the bleep is going to hit the fan. That's why they don't want him to be the president. That's why they will do anything they can. What That's what all these political indictments are about. That's what all this nonsense is about. And we are awake and alert, and we know what's going on, and we are done with it all, Brian. We are done with it all
10: well keep up the good work and i really appreciate you having me on the air and right, man right. Hey,
1: hey, hey by the way by me watching the game you got tickets to that did you pay seventy three thousand dollars to go to the to go to the stadium
10: <laughs> actually all my friends own bars and i'm just going to go to the bar and have a good old time and i hope all right. the listeners and everybody out there has a good time too God amen bro America.
1: You too, you too. And, you know, again, I'm I'm torn because I love the Ravens and I love Baltimore and I love Kansas City and I love the Chiefs because I live in Kansas City. So, you know, um, obviously I'm going to skew towards the Chiefs, you know, but – Respect. I'm happy for Baltimore. I really am. I'm really, really happy. Oh, this is kind of fun. Glenn Greenwald uh, was in a panel discussion by Zero Hedge. Zero Hedge is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a blog, and, and they have a lot of good stuff on there. And they were in a, uh, a discussion talking about uh, January the 6th and whether or not it was a coup or not, and they had somebody on there, I guess uh, uh, the Crazenstein brothers, Ed, Ed and Brian, and then Green, Greenwald. And they did a little uh, montage here of Glenn Greenwald taking them down when they said that this was a coup. That the uh, January the sixth was a coup and an insurrection. I'm going to play this and just let it play, and and then I'll you know see where it goes. But it, it's it's rapid fire edited. It's kind of like how I talk.
5: <laughs> Listen. Was this an attempted coup? Do you guys think this was an attempted coup? Of course no.
2: it was. The, the, Obviously the, it the, was an
11: attempted coup. It's coup. What is that if not a coup? Coup or an insurrection? Attempted coup. It's an attempted coup. The, coup. A a coup. It's a coup. Definition of a coup. Definition of a coup.
12: Here we go. If this were a coup, why didn't Trump order the military to seize control of the po- of power oh, yeah. and turn over the election process to him? Oh, yeah. Why didn't he order the armed factions that formed the, the law enforcement part of the military and the executive branch that serve under his command to do that as well? Oh, yeah. That's what happens in a coup. That didn't happen here because Trump wasn't trying to perpetrate a coup. Oh. On top of that, none of the videotapes that were available was made available to the public, except for very deceitfully chosen snippets. And it was only within the last several months that we saw all of the video footage. Mm -hmm. And what it showed makes a joke of the idea that this was a coup. Oh, yeah. If he had ordered the military or some other FBI or any of those agencies, the CIA, to go and use violence on domestic soil in order to ignore those court rulings the way people do when they're trying to implement coups, you would have a good argument. He didn't do any of that. He invoked all of his legal rights in the judiciary (laughs) and in the Congress. He lost and he walked out of the White House on January 20th. He did not have to be dragged out. He wasn't uh, arrested by the military, which is what happens in coups. Yeah, so much of this is because you only started paying attention to politics in 2016. You only live in the United States. You have no idea about history or anything that happens (laughs) in other countries. You have no idea what a coup is. The reason it matters, Destiny, is because if you're going to make arguments, there has to be an important test, which is do you apply the same principles you're claiming to profess and believe in to cases where it undermines your partisan allegiance and your ideology? Not only where it helps it, that's one of the key tasks for determining the authenticity of your argument.
1: There you go. That's, uh, That's what I'd call a Smackdown, including the Smackdown sound effects. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. So Jon Stewart is going to return as the host of The Daily Show on Mondays because Comedy Central is dead. And, and by the way, before John Stewart left Comedy Central, I got nothing against John Stewart. He's just, you know, he's, uh, I don't know. He's a, uh, you'd think that time on the planet would teach you a few things, but he clearly hasn't. But anyway, it's a desperation move by Comedy Central. And the problem is that uh, bringing John Stewart back isn't going to save anything because he's going to have to defend the defenseless. He's going to have to defend uh, the Biden administration, the deep state, the Democrat Party, and there's no defense for them. So you can try to make fun of it and everything, John. But honestly, there's the, the movement, the Democrat movement is laughable. And if you can't make fun of it, then you're never going to be successful. You won't. You won't. Because it's not funny anymore. The left isn't funny. And, and, and by throwing stones at people who are patriotic and want the country to be great again, you're, you're, just, you're just spewing propaganda. That's all. This is, uh, this is uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris last night while, the, uh, while Donald Trump was some, celebrating a historic victory. A sweep of two states hasn't been seen like this in 50 years. An all-time record for a defeat in Iowa, 99 out of 99 counties. They held a uh, defend row and bring back row because the Democrat Party only sees women as abortions. That's all they see. They don't care about men competing in your sports. They don't care about anything. They will not come to your defense. Uh, they, will, they, they have not come to the, the defense of the women who are raped and murdered by Hamas. None of it matters. All you are to the Democrat Party is an abortion. And an abortion to them is a vote. Here's Kamala Harris last night.
4: Let us all agree. One does not have to abandon their faith or deeply held beliefs.
1: Yes, you don't have to abandon your faith, Catholics, just because you want babies to die in the womb. You don't have to. You know, I'm reminded of somebody who spoke to somebody in the Garden of Gethsemane a long time ago and, and used probably some very similar language
4: to agree the government should not be telling her what to do with her body and we have a well
1: it's a body inside the body and you know it's an autonomous body inside the body so that's a little different it's not a tumor
4: president who has and this is so critically important is it critically important yeah the compassion oh boy (laughs) as well as the determination yes and skill yeah to make our vision for our country and our future real
1: Love. Wow. I got to tell you, I'm not going to play Joe Biden. I'll, I'll vomit on myself. I don't want to do that. I just had a half-eaten burrito. <laughs> my daughter got Chipotle, and she didn't eat it all. She's like, here, you want the rest of my burrito? Of course, I'm like, well, hell yeah. <laughs> I'll eat around the bite marks. It's still Chipotle, for God's sake. Yeah, so John Stewart is going to, I guess, try to kind of shore up the, <laughs> the terrible ratings for... Uh, for Comedy Central, it's just—it's uh, just funny. It's just funny. Um, you know, I don't. I don't have time to. Oh, listen to this. So uh, Lloyd Austin was uh, was off work with a uh, uh, major illness and didn't tell anybody. About it. He's the DOD secretary. Uh, he claims that there is no credible evidence of misuse of U.S. aid in Ukraine in his first appearance post hospitalization, uh, despite an audit revealing over one billion dollars in U.S. military equipment unaccounted for. Austin firmly stated that there's no credible evidence of misuse or illicit diversion of the funds. No, no, no. And you can trust him. You can trust the guy. I didn't tell anybody he was in the hospital. You can. Uh, he says, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, being back at the Pentagon very soon, blah, blah, blah. Previous reports said a billion dollars in military aid for Ukraine had not been accounted for. Yeah. Items that are classified as high risk due to their advanced technology and the ease with which they can be transported and potentially fall in the wrong hands are what are here. The unaccounted uh, arsenal is what includes shoulder-fired missiles, sophisticated kamikaze drones, state-of-the-art night vision devices, just like the ones they left in Afghanistan. According to a report, 40,000 small arms delivered to Ukraine. A substantial portion has not been adequately monitored. And it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because the federal government doesn't want to let you see the audit. Doesn't want to let you see what the money's be spent on, being spent on. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Don't you think that's a little interesting in a country that, you know, Joe Biden threatened with a billion dollars in loan guarantees for investigating a corrupt company that his son was on the board of? it It's almost weird to think of it that way, but... That's just the way it is. Coming up, 80% of us support Israel and don't support Hamas, despite what the left tells you. Stick around. <laughs> you remember when uh oh by the way, that's Audio Slave. I hate to talk over Audio Slave cuz they're such a great band. Uh, Audio slave Chris Cornell by the way the uh, the lead singer. He was also in uh, Soundgarden and uh, others Gen X hero of mine By the way killed himself a couple years ago. It's a damn shame I have an autographed uh, picture of his hanging in my studio With an autographed picture from Adele Yeah, and and the entire cast of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory all in my studio I'll do a video. I'll show you sometime. It's kind of messy, right? (laughs) It's kind of funny um, uh, by the way, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple of months ago, I said that all of this uh, anti-Semitic bullcrap um, that sprung up after the uh, attack on Israel by Hamas, one of the most brutal attacks in in world history, and the media immediately started covering things up. Joe Biden, one of the first things that the Biden administration suggested days afterwards, he says, we've got to send $100 million to the Palestinian Authority. That's what he said, they need $100 million to take care of people. That should tell you everything you need to know about this administration, everything. But uh, but I said, you know, all of this anti-Israel stuff is uh, astroturf. It's pay, bought and paid for. I said that with the first person to say it. <clears throat> and it's not because I'm, you know, genius, whatever. It's just that I have common sense. And duh, <laughs> you know, you don't have signs printed up the next day. Unless it's already locked and loaded and already bought and paid for And it is. And you know what? Americans aren't buying it. I told you we weren't buying it. Listen to me, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I'm talking to you exclusively. You guys listen too. Don't worry. We're here for you. We will not let this continue. There are people who have fought and died for the Jewish state and to end the Holocaust, and that spirit is still alive in our country. I promise you that. I promise you that. Fear not. We're going to take care of you, all right? New Harvard uh, Harris Poll suggests 80% of uh, American voters support Israel. In the current war with Hamas, 20% support the Hamas terrorist organization. The poll conducted uh, January 17th and 19, 2,300 voters. Uh, and it says here, it suggests that support for Israel across every age group with majorities agreeing that Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th with terrorism. The attack was genocidal and cannot be justified. I told you, October the 7th is 9-11. October the 7th is 9-11. In addition, 65% of voters believe that President Joe Biden's Iran policy has been unsuccessful, with majorities across all age groups sharing that view. Majorities of all age groups also support U.S. strikes against the Houthis in Yemen. The fire's still in our belly. It hasn't been put out. Don't let anyone fool you. Don't let anyone try to fool you. Oh, this is funny. Hamas has rejected uh, the Israeli two-month ceasefire offer. Yeah, the Israelis said, hey, man, uh, we want to give you two months to get your act together, and uh, we will stop it. And then Hamas said, nope, 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 we're not going to do that because we want you destroyed. And that's what they do want, by the way. There's no two-state solution. Hamas is going to be wiped off the face of the earth. They are going to be wiped off the face of the earth, so get used to it. Hamas has rejected Israel's proposal for two-month ceasefire during which the terror group would release Israeli hostages in exchange for Palestinian security prisoners, said a senior Egyptian official on Tuesday to the AP. The official said Hamas leaders have also refused to leave Gaza and are demanding that Israel fully withdraw from the territory and allow Palestinians to return to their homes. Really? You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like permission.
0: Yeah, it sounds like permission to bomb the
1: snot out of
6: them.
0: Go, Israel! Send a Moss to paradise, foot of a parking lot. Ooh, bomb, 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 bomb. Carpet bomb them, let's give it all we got.
8: Pew, pew,
7: pew, 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 pew
0: a bus, they need to go and we'll all be better off when they're gone send them to paradise put up a parking lot Jump joe biden he wants a hundred mil this is jim gossett by the way he's a genius for the same thugs that behead and kill oh sleepy joe must you're helping out with this cash. Time to resign. A true leader you are not. Ooh, bomb, 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 bomb. Send them to paradise, put up a parking lot. Say hi to the virgins for us, will ya? Bomb Hamas and put up a parking lot.
1: You know the uh the terrorist, Islamic terrorists, they they say that there are 72 virgins waiting for them for him on the other side. Uh I'll just say that it, uh, in forty years. Um, those virgins are going to be saying, you know, I really want to change the bathroom, and uh, uh, I got an idea, and and then then you're going to be in hell. Yeah, uh, then you're going to be in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. I hope Harvard goes out of business. I really do. Screw Harvard. These these people are unbelievable. You're going to see the death throes of, uh, of leftism in higher education. It's going to happen because uh, people have now are saying, <clears throat> I'm not going to send my kids there anymore. Harvard campus hostage posters defaced with anti-Semitism as terrified Jewish students return to class. Yeah, the Jewish students who were anxiously uh, to, uh, returning to Harvard for the spring semester last night were met with more vile anti Semitism, plastered all over posters of Hamas hostages. The posters were vandalized with vi- vile remarks, comparing them to the victims of pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and blaming Israel for 9 11. Find these people, drum them out. Here's what Victor Davis Hanson has to say about uh, what we need to do about these little punks in higher education who are
2: terrorists. If you have people who are guests in the United States and they are on a student visa or they're working on a green card and they do things like occupy the Brooklyn Bridge or violation of our laws or they're actively aiding a known terrorist organization, then they should not be here. It doesn't mean that we're deporting them, we just say, you asked to come over to our country and be a guest and we gave you a temporary legal document and now we don't want to do it anymore. And if they say why, we just say, I don't have to tell you why yeah. you abused your privileges as a guest. But go they. home. And but then we they. might want to add insult to injury if that's how they look at it by saying you are in the United States and you fled apparently Jordan or Egypt or Syria or Gaza or the West Bank because you didn't like autocracy and misogyny and sexual apartheid or whatever it was. So you come over to this country. And what do you do from a safe distance? You cheer on that paradigm. So we don't want you to come.
1: Yeah, bye-bye I want you to listen to this Harvard student and I would fight for this kid. I would fight to the death for this kid Student Shabos Kestenbaum suing the school for tuition refund said it's fervor of proof that Jewish students are not safe at the school Listen to his words
11: (laughs) My parents are definitely afraid for me to go back. I I'm I'm definitely, um, what's the word, I'm a lot more, um, I, I guess the term is I look behind my shoulders maybe, asleep with one eye open. I, I would not be surprised in the slightest if there would be a physical attack on, on Jewish students when we come back in the spring, would not be surprised in the slightest. As I said, we already had an incident of a student being physically accosted at the business school. and. Harvard just hasn't done anything to address these concerns. They haven't said what they're going to do to protect Jewish students. So we have no reason to believe that the spring semester will be any better. And on the flip side, we have a lot of reason to believe, especially with the uh, accelerated anti-Semitic posts on social media in the last couple of days, that there will be increased and intensified acts of anti-Semitism. So. Again, if this was any other minority group, we know because Harvard has a track record quite rightfully of standing up against bigotry and hatred and discrimination. But there's such an obvious, obvious and offensive and hurtful double standard when it comes to Jewish students. I I was mentioning earlier that this lawsuit is a last resort it's not something I woke up and decided, let's sue Harvard. It was because we tried to...
1: Scoo, sue their asses off. Drive them out of business. That this happens, honestly, unacceptable. Unacceptable. And then listen to these punks at Rutgers. They, they're demanding, and I, and I told you this, this is this all the president of the university has to do is say, you're not in the position to demand anything, get your asses to your classes, or you're done! Listen to these little jerks. They're wearing those little uh, Kiefas or what do they call the, uh, the terrorist garb that they wear over their faces. Listen to these little jerks demanding, demanding. You're not in a position to demand anything.
13: The demands that we have for the university are clear. One, Rutgers University must identify and terminate the position of the administrator who leaked a private suspension letter including the name and contact information of a member of the Students for Justice in Palestine to media outlets.
1: They're dressed like terrorists.
13: And issue a public apology for compromising student safety.
1: Yeah, what about the Jewish students, moron?
13: Demand two, we reiterate our previous five demands made to Rutgers administration which we have received no response on, despite repeatedly addressing...
1: Because you're not in the position to demand anything, you little punk.
13: ...administration with them since November 9th. Three, Rutgers University must incorporate anti-Palestinian racism, which includes nut denial into all of its mandatory...
1: Yeah, there is no anti-Palestinian racism. That was a lie. Karen Jean-Pierre tried to lie about that. Oh, and then listen to this. This is punk number two. She sounds a lot like these little Karens who lead these protests in places like New York City. And listen to what she says.
12: The work does not stop until our homeland is liberated from the river to the sea. Wow. Palestine is our demand. No peace on stolen land. Students for Justice in Palestine has been reinstated at Rutgers University. Rutgers University funds the settler colonial apartheid Zionist state. I don't major in my humanities subject, I major in SJP. Long live the Intifada, globalize the Intifada, long live Palestine. Yeah.
1: Defund Rutgers. Defund Harvard, defund Columbia, defund UPenn. Don't send your kids to these schools. You have no reason, no expectation that your child should go to these universities and end up like this. You don't have to pay for it. Drive them out of business. Let's go to Brian in Baltimore, presuming he's still there. Uh, Brian in Baltimore, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Oh, we already had him. Never mind. I was wrong. Mm. Oh, but this is good news. Listen to this. University of uh, Massachusetts students banned from studying abroad after they stage anti-Israel sit-in on campus. (laughs) University of Massachusetts Amherst student is facing a sudden setback in his plans to study abroad in Spain after taking part in an anti-Israel sit-in on campus, defying police officers' orders to leave. Aiden, he's Aiden. Doesn't that just a neat name? Aiden. Yeah, probably has a sister named Megan, one of those weird spellings of Megan, like M-A-Y-G-U-N or something. No, it wouldn't be gun because it has gun in it. You can't be doing that. Aiden O'Neill, junior at UMass, along with two other students, had their eligibility study acro- abroad revoked after their uh, involvement in an October 25th protest supporting Palestinians led to arrest and disciplinary action. After refusing officers' orders to leave the building when it closed at 6 p.m., 56 students, including O'Neill and one staff member, were arrested for trespassing, then placed on disciplinary disciplinary probation until the end of the semester. O'Neill's study abroad eligibility was then revoked as he signed an agreement that prohibits students from participating in the program if they have pending legal or disciplinary actions uh, on their academic probation. Oh, that's just too bad. Yeah, too bad, little little agent. To lose my abroad eligibility at the last second. That's just heartbreaking. I I was practicing my right as a student to speak up against the university funding of genocide. It just seemed honestly crazy and absurd to me that the university is going to punish me. (laughs) O'Neill was set to leave to Barcelona on January the 3rd for his study abroad program, which he'd been planning since last spring. Sorry, little snowflake, you're not going. Now the junior is staying ho- in his hometown, uh, Sicuate, wherever the hell that is, until uh, uh, next semester begins in the spring. The students were told they were no longer eligible weeks before their trip, leaving them with thousands of dollars in fees and travel expenses. <laughs> One student is now threatening to take legal action against the school. I love this. Spokesman for the university stated the decision aligns with the university's past practices and the student agreement of participation. To participate in UMass Amherst study abroad program, students must be in good standing academically with the university and in compliance with the university's code of student conduct. Yay! Yay! Too bad, so sad, little snowflake. You're not going to study abroad not going to study abroad all right let's take a break uh on the other side of this break i got some fun for you all right the last break of the show so uh don't go anywhere this is the rob carson show this is philip sace for those of you who like uh, music and, and, uh, and love uh, great guitar and vocals and all that, Philip Sace, S-A-Y-C-E, is, uh, is like if Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and Jimi Hendrix had a love child. Thought so I should share that. Hey, did you hear about the 7.457 in Atlanta losing a wheel? Did you hear about that? Losing a tire. I think I got the uh, the uh, uh, play-by-play. Yeah. Right I want to listen to this. So, so in Atlanta, at Hartsfield, there's this uh, Delta 757. Loses a front wheel, all right? And, and, you know, anytime you're driving along in your car and all of a sudden you see your tire going in front of you, you're in a lot of trouble. Listen to this.
3: Two seven right now,
1: on Here we go. Hold on. I'm playing this on the fly. So hold it sounds like we've got a problem.
10: Uh, yeah, looks like we'll try to taxi clear if we could. Don't I do? Roger, um, if you'd like, start your taxi down the runway and just let me know.
9: Roger 82, need maintenance control, please.
10: I'm sorry, last call and say again. Sorry. Hey, we do have an off on our way out there to you to uh, take a look at it and assess the situation in the meantime.
0: Roger that uh we're we're talking a company right now I'm trying to get a tug out here to
10: tug us in Roger that and uh, De- uh beam bra Roger so he totally lost that tire Roger thank you will tire the so will tire Roger that
1: so you're you're You're
10: taxiing
0: <laughs> down the runway,
1: you're taxiing down the runway, and you're like looking out, and you're like, hey, I can see my house from here. I'm going to be able to see my house from here, and, and all of a sudden you see a wheel just going out, just a tire,
10: just bouncing two, down two, the two, two seven left. Uh, the vehicle or The aircraft in position. As the one that lost their nose tire. Lost their nose Star-2 tire. Star-2 right
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Ops
8: Roger, 27 right is closed. you proceeding on the runway? Yes,
1: sir. Yeah, yeah. Where's Pete Booty Gig? I haven't even heard uh, uh, Pete Boot Edge Edge uh, lately because, you know, they had that Alaskan flight where the door just got sucked off in the middle of the flight. There's a, there a guy sitting there and his shirt went with it. And, and then this phone fell from, you know, 20,000 feet or whatever, landed, and was still fine. <laughs> And I mean, what the hell? Really? What? The, I will never sit on a 737 ever in an exit row again. I love me some exit row. Uh, you know, but I am not going <laughs> to sit. Under, you know what they need? You know what they need at these airports? They need some guys who used to be a pit crew uh, for uh, NASCAR. They should have uh, just drive out there, right out there, and jack that son of a gun, and use your air wrench, and before you even made it down the runway, you wouldn't even need to slow down. <laughs> This is just hilarious. Oh, my God. It's just glorious and incredibly dangerous. Uh, but Pete Buttigieg, he's our, he's our uh, transportation secretary. Clearly, he's transphobic because he has nothing to do with transportation, which is what he's supposed to. Uh, oh, and this is kind of funny. Uh, you know, uh, over a quarter of Gen Z now say they're queer. You can say that now, I guess. We weren't supposed to say it for a long time. 25% of Americans before 90, born between 1997 and 2012 identify as LGBTQIA+. So it's no longer special. The social contagion of being popular uh, because, oh, I'm a, just a white girl. Ooh, ooh. Wait a minute. I can be a lesbian? You know, I can be a trans? You know, honestly, that's what it's about. It's about being part of the in-crowd. It's social contagion. Oh, and by the way, the, the uh, rates of gender dysphoria have soared in every state except for one uh, in the last, what, in the last five years. In, in states like Virginia, 274%, India, or Indiana, 247%, Utah, 193%. Social contagion. And it's, it's been planted. It's a tool. And if you allow your kid to go down this, you're one. Oh, did I just say that? That was a sick burn. Uh, We'll get more into that tomorrow. Yeah, Uh, one quarter of Gen Z now say they're gay, even though it's not a choice. Even though it's not a choice. (laughs) Yeah, this is why they use young people. This is why the left uses young people, because they're uh, susceptible to these things. Let's take a break and come back, wrap it up. It's the Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show. Today's show I thought was epic. Fun, awesome, entertaining. If you want the podcast, go to newsmax.com slash listen. It'll be up in about an hour. In the meantime, God bless. You guys, Israel, America, we're winning. Yes. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.
9: Ah, uh, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice.